this industry, I wouldn't be this type of person. Right. But, and also, too, I had to break it down to her and say, hey, you know what? Promoters aren't what you think, you know. You have so many great promoters, and T. Gaines is always a good example. T. Gaines, for instance, right. right? Very classy guy. Absolutely. Great events. Married. Married. Wife yes. is there. She always for, there. does photography for his events. Yes. Like, yeah, always there. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a good example. Right. Yeah. So, but, you know, after a few events, she was still supporting, you know, and it just, it, it takes time to kind of break it down to your significant other and, um, also, too, what helped is me inviting her every event. Like, hey, do you want to go? Do you want to see right. what I do? Right. Do you want to be part of it? Do you want to be at the door sometimes? You know, things like that will help kind of alleviate some that. of that, you know, because this this profession or this industry come with a lot of stigma right. and a lot of negative connotations. And and when, you, when you're married or have a significant other, you, you're going to have to have that conversation with your wife or with your... Uh... Well, and the stereotypes, because, uh, like I told you, I I did the nightlife industry. Mm-hmm. I started bouncing in clubs when <coughs> I was 17 years old. That's when I started bouncing in clubs. Mm-hmm. I bounced in clubs all the way up until my early 20s. Okay. And then um, my late 20s, I got into promoting. And you, you become a... When you're when you're doing it frequently and you're there all the time, you become a celebrity in your own right. You know, people getting used to seeing your face, they get to knowing who your name is. You know, they follow you on your social medias. They they're reaching out to you anytime just to get information about your events and stuff like that. You become a celebrity, so you you have a crowd that starts to follow you. Mm-hmm. Now, how much pressure is that when you're in a relationship or when you're married? How much pressure is it to, to for that balance? To balance the celebrity and the fame that you're receiving and making sure that your home stays private, uh, away from that. Like, how do you balance that? Well, it's it's really no way of balancing it. <laughs> you got to take it day by day. Okay. Because, uh, for instance, right, coming here, I had to let my wife know, hey, this is not a... It's not related to promotion. This is me coming to the radio and I know you know, the host, and he invited me. In fact, he invited you to, yeah. but I knew you were going to be busy. So it's a day-by-day, case-by-case uh, phenomenon because sometimes you have to stay at, sometimes you just, like, for instance, right, I have a rule where I try not to go out during the week. Okay. Unless I have an event. Right. Because I have to stay home. I have a daughter. I have a wife. That's a good rule. Yes. That's a good rule. Or I try not to drink during the week because I know when it comes by Friday or Saturday, I'm going to have so many people trying to get me a drink. drink right. So I try to uh, stay grounded. And um, I don't I don't think there's a balance. I think you just have to take it case by case. And well, sometimes I, I think you just mentioned a balance because mm. you said you decided that you're not going to go out during the week. Right? I tried. Exactly. So that's something that you're deciding to do in order for you to be able to balance that yeah. nightlife and your personal life. You know, it's not something that you're doing because your wife had a problem with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that you're deciding to do because it's like, okay, well, to make it fair not only on my wife, 
But to make sure that I could separate the two entities from my business mm-hmm. and my house, it's like you do your regular job. Yeah. Like you don't you don't bring your regular job home every time you leave work, right? Same thing when it comes to promoting. You know, you know. Okay, well, I know if I'm already out in the clubs for work, then I'm gonna limit the time I go out any other time yes. because I'm already in the environment. And if I want to hang out with my friends, my friends know where my event is; they'll be there. You know, we can kick back, take shots. I'm still working, but that's the that's the beauty of that of that type of environment. So, I mean, you you are creating a balance. Um, my question now would be, where? Give me an if you if you don't mind speaking on it. Yeah. Give me a time where it was unbalanced, that it caused an issue, and how did you solve that? Hmm. I think. I think matter of fact, before we do that, yeah. y'all know I like my bourbon. I got the seventeen ninety two. I think this was number three of the best bourbons in America for twenty twenty two. So we're gonna pour up a little bit. I know it's Monday. You say you're gonna try to drink during the week, yeah. but I'll let you pour your case by case, <laughs> case by case scenario. <laughs> So give me just just an instance of where that your nightlife actually caused some type of issue in in, in your marriage. Uh, I would say during the holidays, mm. you know, as promoters, you try to take advantage of the holidays because you know there's going to be more there are going to be more people outside, right. and it's, you know, everybody's trying to have a good time, so you have more events schedule more events so uh i can remember it was last year during classic weekend i think i had scheduled eight to nine events and and my mistake was i did not communicate well with my (laughs) wife that i had all these events right and i had to be there physically she knew but it's just i didn't give her much detail she knew i would be busy and by the second or third event, she was like, are you going out again? Oh, see? Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, baby, I'm not going out. I'm just going to work. And the same thing. And she, <laughs> exactly. And she was telling me, why didn't you tell me all of this was going to happen? And I was like, you know what? I apologize because um, I should have told you I had scheduled eight events. And... She got she got upset, you know, yeah. rightfully so. Right. And, you know, after those events, though, I took some time off. Yeah, I didn't even show up to my other events after that because, you know, in a marriage you have to be very respectful. And, and being in this industry, if you don't stay grounded or if you don't have a balance, like we said before, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll you get, get in trouble at home a lot. Yeah. You get caught up. Yes. You get caught up. And yes. you, you have to also draw lines. There's lines you have to draw. And communication. Yeah. Communication. Because when I go out, I like to post my events so people can see it. They right. can see Absolutely. it in the moment. That's kind of like one of my marketing strategies. Just post the event out as we go and people can see it. And next time they'll come. But all my wife sees is I'm having fun. I'm taking shots. There's so many people. It's, it's a party. Right. But I'm working. Right. No, absolutely. I may be very busy, but I still, you know, stop by and take a shot or acknowledge a friend. I post it on social media. She might be at home 
maybe, you know, with the child trying to take her to sleep, but all she sees is you taking shots and just partying, having a great time. And again, you just got to have good communication. And and sometimes, man, you got to scale back too. Sometimes you just got to, I mean, I know it's business and that's how you feed your family, but it goes back again. Everything goes back to balance where, you know, you don't take every opportunity given to you hmm. in this industry. Hmm. You gotta, okay. You got to think about your family. Your family is still, still priority. Got to be. Has to be. Yes. And get your wife involved as much as possible. Even if she, you know, even if she has to work with you. And sometimes she can't come to the events, and you don't want her to be at all the events too, because that's kind of it. Kind of hinders you from working, and because you got to check on your wife. You know, but I feel so, as though. So, mm-hmm. what you say in that? Would it be? Would it? Like you said, you mentioned you mentioned T games, right? Yeah. Is every time I go to a T games event, I see his wife. Yeah, but she's there and she's working. She's, a, she's you know, working. she's doing her own thing. You know, so is that something that will probably would can can that something that should be incorporated if you have a spouse that feels a certain type of way about promotions or just being in the nightlife industry too to if you want to involve her to have her bring whatever other projects that she has to your event is that something that you could possibly is that something that you think you can do like because it works for them yeah you know but it may not work for everybody else you know well I always think that every business that I'm associated with my wife is my partner on that Mm -hmm. whether she's involved or not so, you know, sometimes I have conversation with her and say, hey, it is your business too. And you, you kind of have to use these type of uh, language to motivate your wife to be part of it. So, so. You take it, you, I'm smiling because you took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. I was like, I was getting ready to say, man, listen, because yeah. it, that's just, and that's just in anything you do, any business that you have, your mm-hmm. own business, your significant other has to own your business like you own it. Exactly. You know, they don't have to be fully involved in it, but they do have to take it in as if it's theirs. Yep. Because that's the only way it's going to work. That's the only way it can work. Yep. When you you involved your wife, and like, for instance, today, I was we, we did a video for the last brunch event, and I just could not think of a song. You know, to send to my videographer for the uh, uh, for the video. My wife just thought of like the perfect song, and that's not the first time it happened. You know, it happened multiple times where she's giving me ideas, and I think I think sometimes that's the formula. Right. You know, when you involved her, and I think most women want to be involved. Okay. So so, but how do you? I think it's it's different for you because when you first brought up the idea, your wife was on board. You know, when you that's the only way to do it, though. So, what can you say to those who want to do something in that nature, but their significant other is not really on board? How can you like what tools do you have to get your significant other on board to any project you want to do? Not just nightlife, yeah, yeah. but just in any project. Like, what are those what are those things that you've learned in your experience that be like okay? For me to sell this business, I need Mm -hmm. to make sure that my spouse can sell this business too. So how do you sell this business to your spouse? Like, what do you do? Mm. Well, I'll just use my example. For me, it was uh, inviting her to the event. Right. The first event I did, I invited her. Her brother was there. 
her brother's significant other was there. Oh, you was like bring the family, people, <laughs> bring the whole family, and she was she was very supportive too. And uh, communication, you know, always communicating, you know, your business to your wife. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna get it the first time. She's not gonna care the first time. She's not gonna care the second time. And sometimes too, you gotta kind of have to drive it. Right. And anything that you're doing, right? You right. drive it. You think it you, you take ownership of it. Right. So you kinda have to give her some type of ownership. And she has to see the results too. Yes. You know, you can't be a promoter and don't have money when you come home. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. She has to see the results. She has to see some type of value in it too. You know, okay. You, you can't just be grinding for two, three years, but you're still doing events at the same place that you initially started or you're not expending, then now she thinks you're just hanging out. Right, right. You're just hanging out. You want to be cool. Well, I mean, that's just, that's even in any business. Like, you get an LLC and in your taxes, you can only report a loss for three years before the state even says it's no longer a business. It's not a business. yeah. You know, so, and with when it comes to that, have you guys established any specific... Uh, lines, like absolutely no goals when it comes to the nightlife portion of your of your life. Well, or have you guys have not even had that conversation? You never even had to have that conversation. Well, it's unspoken. Okay. Like for instance, I know uh, in my events, I can of course greet people, but I can't be hugged up on you. <laughs> right. I have a wife, you know, right. and I, want, I respect my marriage. Right. And two, you never know who's watching. Uh, okay. So you always got to keep your integrity intact. Like, you may think, oh, yeah, I just have, you know, my wife. No, everybody's watching you, and they know your wife. Right. Especially with me, my 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 private life is, I would say, at least 50% on social media. Where you know my wedding was on social media, right. everything was on social media. So you have to respect those lines. You have to respect those boundaries, and um, and like I said, you're not doing anything wrong in this industry. So why not bring your wife with you sometimes? And you know what? That's and I think I I believe that your wife has her own sense of security behind that, you. That's 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 key. You can't be in this game if your significant other has an insecurity about how you or what you're doing outside the house. It, it's just no way that's gonna work. Yeah, it's not and gonna work. It doesn't matter if you're bringing her to every event that you go that you have. That's true. You know, if she has an insecurity that she's carrying about you, mm-hmm. then none of that matters. That's true. None of that matters because you can be. Like you said, you, you're being mindful, so you're not hugged up on anybody while you're out in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when you're in the club and you're talking to somebody, you're close because you got to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But anybody out looking at it can be like, oh, he all in that girl's face. You don't know what we could talk about. But I'm close to her because we're in the club. It's loud. You know what I'm saying? But if your wife is not secure enough to understand that, then it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Doesn't matter which industry you're in, yeah. if you have somebody who's insecure, you're always gonna run into these problems, right? They always one thing I've learned about people who are insecure, they always find a negative. They always find a negativity in anything, hmm. right? It could be you 
and your long, long, it could be you and your cousin having a conversation. You point out maybe at a photographer or it's it's a woman. Right. They have a problem. It could be just you hanging out, somebody come in, a business partner or something like that. You give them a hug, they have a problem. It could be the person who works with you. Like, for instance, me, my coworker, she works at the door. Right. She works with me. I'm on the phone with her. And she helps me out just, you know, just with just about anything. And a lot of times my wife is listening to the conversations. Right. But it goes back to you, to what you said. She's secure enough to know what I have going on and my business and uh, the type of person that I am where she's not, you know, thinking negative. You right. Know what I mean, like where she's like, okay, cool, that's a business partner. But she's not naive, though. Right. Sometimes you also too have to look at it from her perspective. Sometimes you gotta give her, like sometimes. I'm sorry. You gotta put your, yourself in her shoes. Mm-hmm. What if it was your wife being a promoter, talking to another guy on the phone? You know how that, you know, things can transpire. Right. So she's going to have questions. So you have to be very open and you have to find ways to um, make her feel more secure. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's, that's by your actions. No, that's absolutely. Now, when it comes to that, though, you, when, when do you decide that there's certain things that you don't feel that needs to be discussed? Like, it's their things that you'd be like, well, you're just being unreasonable at this moment. Like, when do you decide that, especially when it comes to working in the club Mm -hmm. industry? Like, when do you decide that? Like, let's say for one night you have a huge party, right? Mm -hmm. And by the time you're done counting the money, you don't get home till 5, 36 in the morning. And she wants to argue with you. When do you decide, like, you know what I'm out here doing. I don't need to convince you of that. But coming home at 5, 6, 30 in the morning is always a red flag, right? You know what I'm saying? But for a promoter, you don't have those hours. Yes. You can't have those hours. Yes. You know, I've, I've been in times where we're in the club till 5.30 just counting money. You know what I'm saying? And those were good nights, but that's just that's just what it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So how do, you, how do you approach that? Like, how do you approach that? As a man, coming home and, and at certain hours, like how does that balance in your relationship? Especially with the, you guys have a new baby. So yeah. how does that balance with your late nights and you coming in? Like, how do you make that work? Well, it's it's kind of case by case and, <laughs> and good communication. Good communication. Yeah, so if you know, because if your wife, if your wife is engaging your business, right, things like that, she kind of know when you typically leave the establishment. Right. Now, in the event that something happens, you have to immediately communicate that with your wife or your significant other. And uh, you don't necessarily know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like sometimes, man, it happens. Yeah. Sometimes it happens to where, you know, maybe you thought it was going to be over at 3 o'clock, but you ran it maybe some furnitures and you got to wait for the 
the the other company to the come v- pick it vendors up. Vendors to come get in. Yeah, the, Yep. And it's just like, wow. And then maybe your wife is asleep at 2 in the morning. And now you got to shoot that text and say, hey, I'm coming late. You never know. But I feel, though, if you've already established your relationship, mm-hmm. uh, discuss your values with your wife, and she knows the type of person you are, she kind of she have more flexibility. Right. You know, right. when it comes to She's, these things. When it comes to it, right. No, yeah. absolutely. Because you never know, man, because, I mean. And it's ahead, you're ahead of the game because you've had your relationship established before you got into this game. Right. So now with you looking and you being in the game, if someone who was single in the promoting game and they're actually looking for somebody, what advice would you give them to actually find and maintain a relationship? I would say don't. Don't talk or try to be with everybody who attends your events. Mm. There's going to be some beautiful people that you see. That's fine. That's your business. You don't have to necessarily, like, go after them. Don't go after everybody. Right. Right. Two, you got to have self-respect, you know, at these events. Because if not, then... People just over time, people don't respect you, right? Because you, they may perceive you at as the promoter, the thirsty promoter, the thirsty promoter. Yeah, yeah. or they may they may perceive you as the promoter who was dating this person, or don't be messy, right? You know, don't be having people exposing you every day. People going on social media talk about how bad you are as a businessman or. You know, maybe your ex-girlfriend is saying that you're still trying to holler at her. You know, just be as professional as possible because that's attractive mm. when you're about about your business, business. right? And you don't mix the two, right? You can have Beyonce showing up to your event and you treat Beyonce like you treat everybody else. You, of course, you may get attracted to somebody, but you got to find the right time. You can't cheat it because I think sometimes promoters think, well, single promoters think that, you know, just because I'm a promoter, she's gonna like I can get in a relationship faster than the average guy. That's not really true. Hmm. You may be able to have sexual relationships with people faster, right. but if a woman comes to your event, even if you're the promoter, if she's looking for the right guy, she doesn't really care if you're a promoter or not. Hmm. And you know, uh, a lot of times I see. You know, single guys just think that, oh, I can be in this position, I can find the right woman. No, you still got to go in the, through the line just Dude, like everybody else. Like everybody else, else right. Still got to take on dates, and maybe it's easier for you to see her and meet her, but it's not easy for you to, you know, you know, court. You know. So you basically you get – it's easy to get the quantity, just maybe not the quality. Exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah, now yeah. I, I can dig that. I can yeah. dig that. But they also say that um, – for you being in the nightlife industry um, and you're looking for someone to date, you probably would be better dating someone that's also in the nightlife industry. How do you think about that? I think it's true to some degree because it's all about compatibility. Hmm. And if someone is in the nightlife industry, they already know the inner working of it. Right. They know why you're late. You come home late at 4 in the morning because... They already know you may have to stay an extra hour 
to count the cash or uh, right. you know handle your business. But two, it's you can find somebody from a way. I mean, that's a nurse or a teacher or somebody else. As long as you empower that person, you make her feel she's part of it, and she's part of the business, and and you take her with you so she can see what you're doing. Over time, she'll know your job. She'll know what you do, and it makes it easier. What to is it harder to date someone? If, is it harder to find someone who's not in the and not in the life? to take you serious knowing that you are in a life because you got to think of it like this like let's say i'm a promoter right mm -hmm. and i spend my nights promoting parties i'm booking events i'm always in the club i'm always doing this because this is my job and i meet someone at starbucks mm -hmm. and she's a teacher right 